0: This is the Pulse of New Hampshire. I am j Dog, and with me it's Northeast Delta Dental Radio hosted by Tom Rapio, who happens to be an athlete, a scholar, an author, a doting grandfather, a loving husband, a fantastic father, a true renaissance man. He's Eddie Popowski's number one fan and also a baseball awards presenter and at one time, one time was Steve Ballmer's doormate at Harvard. That's a true story, and I'm sticking to it. Welcome, the president and CEO of Northeast Delta Dental and the host of Northeast Delta Dental Radio, Mr. Tom Raffio, the swell, sharp dresser that he is.
1: Thanks, Jay. You know, Jay, like I've told many people, I'm taking you everywhere I go because now that the world's opened up and I'm doing a lot of public speaking, we had a big event at the New Hampshire Business Review the other night, and we had the Making Strides walk, um people say they listen to the show and where's Jay Dog so you can do their introduction so thank you Jay for that wonderful thank introduction appreciate, I appreciate it um and um I know that you're you're pretty happy you know with uh Cleveland sports so I'll just I'll just leave it at that uh, maybe not so much the packers but in any event yeah. but I want to thank yeah. uh, the listening audience for a great turnout uh for making strides on October 16th uh uh, that was a great day and um, we have raised close to half a million dollars and of course we had you know kathy russ on the on this show and uh, i think that last minute push you know definitely helped you know jerry one of the things i love about this show is really afforded me the opportunity to uh, to do some uh, community engagement and tell us and tell the listening audience about some uh, interesting people and one of these interesting people who i've known for over two decades is Richard Tangalowy of the owner of uh, Dancing Lion Chocolate. Um, Richard, thank you for joining me.
2: Thank you for having me, Thomas.
1: It's awesome. You, uh, of course, uh, in the spirit of transparency, I've known Richard uh, for many years. Uh, uh, we served together on uh, the board of what's called Excellence North Alliance, which is the uh, the this state's version um, of of National Baldridge, but. I think uh, let's take a step back, Richard, and tell us a little bit more about uh, your background. Of course, uh, you did work at Northeast Delta Dental uh, for a part of that period of time, but I think uh, I think the audience would be love to know um, how you became the owner and master chocolatier of uh, Dancing Lion Chocolate.
2: Well, um, I started Dancing Lion Chocolate in 2007. Um, I had been in tech for quite a while, working for you as as you know, um, making that transition. And it was a slow process, really. I didn't really know I was going to be doing chocolate for a living until I spent some time in France doing chocolate um, at a school uh, south of Lyon. And it just opened the world. I absolutely loved doing it. I did more schooling in Italy, spent some time in Guatemala. But going further back, I actually uh, my first work was in research physics in California, and that actually um, colored my view of Malcolm Baldridge when I first encountered Baldridge through Excellence North Alliance, then Granite State Quality Council, and you. Um, I realized that a lot of the precepts were pretty much scientific method that I'd been doing for much of my life, and they were very natural. So when I started building Dancing Lion Chocolate, and we've now been in our current location in downtown Manchester for 11 years, uh, the Baldrige process was very, very natural to build into everything we did.
1: That's great. And I think uh, I want to sort of focus on the fact that you're not a large employer, and yet the Baldrige framework works. Because when I'm out in the road speaking about you know, the success of Northeast Delta Dental, um and we talk about the Baldrige performance excellence i sometimes get well you know we don't have you know 225 employees we don't have you know 30 people in our it shop so how how can we be expected to uh, follow the baldrige performance excellence framework and of course you know i generally shout out the following well a system can be organized in folders and probably the the biggest expert and biggest proponent uh, of the Baldrige framework is is dancing lion chocolate that has you know four or five employees. So so I guess here's your opportunity to convey to the uh, skeptical world that the Baldrige Performance Excellence Framework you don't have to be a multi-million dollar you know company
2: to use it. And why? It's me and three employees, and they are wonderful. One of them has been with me since the beginning. Uh, my sous chef Donna. Um, three are in their early twenties and they, I wouldn't trade them for anything. They've all just naturally kind of adapted into the Baldrige processes that we do. Um, and we do this stuff, not even vanilla folders. It's just how we do everything. It's in our brains all the time. It's every process that we do. The business was designed around a few core Baldrige precepts that I'm sure we'll talk about. And, um, and just making them a fundamental part of what we do in the culture, and everyone is utterly bought in. Um, So this isn't something that requires huge amounts of effort or huge amounts of time or huge amounts of money. It's really a way of looking at things that changes everything about how businesses work. And I think it's fundamental because, as we know, the Small Business Administration has their very famous figures if you're a small business person. And we call it micro business because we're smaller than small business. That fifty um, percent of small businesses are gone in five years, and eighty percent of them are dead in eight years or in ten years. Um, and so, every advantage that you have that can make sure you're not one of those is a big advantage. And I think that Baldrige is about the biggest advantage you can ask for.
1: Great, and of course, those statistics are also, you know, even probably more acute for a restaurant. And in fact, you're a restaurant too. So it's it's pretty it's it's pretty amazing. So let's talk about the. Uh, the seven categories of the bulge framework, of course, you know, servant leadership leadership and this category one, et cetera. So tell us, tell us how the holistic process works.
2: So the categories or what we call the bicycle model are really, really important to us. Um, and actually I think more to me than the staff, because it makes sure when you're a small business, you have a lot to think about all the time. Um, You've got to be open to random things coming in. There are pandemics, but then there's every day there's something. And if you're bigger, you can absorb random events that happen on a daily basis. If your boiler goes out. There's somebody who take care of it. If you're us, dishwasher breaks, we got to fix it, right? Or get somebody in who can. If any little thing happens, we have to deal with it. Um, so there are so many things happening all the time. The bicycle model or the Baldrige framework gives me a way of making sure I'm not missing anything. Um, You know, we look at leadership, which somebody has to own where things are going. Um, We have a strategic planning meeting every year. I actually have a board of advisors um, that meets annually. Uh, They don't vote on anything. They're not paid except in chocolate and food when they come in once a year. But there are people who have been with me for many years and pardon me, And I run things by them periodically and they make sure that they, they ask hard questions about where the strategy is, what our plans for next year are, what our strategic objectives for the year are, because we have those. And so the leadership is, you know, where are we going to be in a year? Where are we going to be in five years? Where are we going to be in 10 years? It obviously gets fuzzier as you go further, but having the plans is a big deal. Um, the focus on the customer. The staff and I have a meeting every morning. We have traditional Olmec drinking chocolate bowls and we plan the day. Um, how are we gonna be doing with our customers? What do we need to be producing? Um, anything that comes up, we talk through. And I kind of merge customer and workforce together. There was something that you told me many years ago when I asked how Northeast Delta Dental kept being recognized as one of the top businesses to work for. And what you said, which has always stuck, is if you take care of your staff, your staff will take care of your customers and your customers will take care of the bottom line. So to me, I sort of blur the customers and the workforce a little bit, because I see that. The like, um, customer isn't always right, the staff generally is, um, but we take care of our customers, the staff does and,
1: and it is a beautiful circle, because if your team um, is happy, they're going to do a wonderful job taking care of the customers customers will stick with you um, and get you more customers um, then then at that point your teammates will get some promotions and some additional you know professional opportunities so it's like it's like one of the most you know beautiful circles so why do you think um, why do you think um, a small employer but even large employers sometimes, don't want to kind of take that one step a little back to, to look at this holistic approach. Um, Is it they're too busy fighting fires or do they want some sort of, you know, immediate, you know, payback uh, when of course this, this is a uh, process you want to stick to Uh, what we call, as you know, Richard, another expression I use, you don't, you don't want to have the flavor of the month. I mean, you've got to stick to it. So you're, your employee colleagues, you know, know that you're serious about it, but what are some of the reasons why people aren't, you know, engaging because you know, I've been working the excellence North Alliance, as you point out, then known as Grand State Quality Council since 1995. And while certainly there are practitioners like yourself and some others, we haven't yet been able to get the entire business community behind it. So what,
2: what, what do you think? Of some I, think of the hurdles? I think it's a discipline. Um, It's a way of looking at things. And that's not always easy because you're right. There are always high priority things that come up. There are always an infinite number. We have have a joke in the shop that it's on the list. Something needs to be done. It's on the list. The list is always shifting and getting reprioritized. But sometimes really high priority things can be shoved down a little bit because they're a little bit less important than the bigger picture. And so we always try to keep um, our priorities steady. What's our mission and vision? drive everything. Um, And our objectives for this year are under that because they have to drive to the mission and vision. And all those other things tie in together. And it can't just be me. It has to be the entire staff who just understands this intuitively. And um, I think there's a certain amount of discipline involved in one taking the time to see the bigger picture. Uh, We'll randomly in the middle of the day, somebody will make tea. We love tea. We have very good tea here. We did the traditional Chinese style, which is a little ritualistic, and everyone will stop what they're doing, and we'll all just have tea and take a moment. And those moments are very important, because those are when we take a breath out of everything that's going on and touch base on bigger things.
1: And that's a moment of truth. And uh, speaking of stopping, we need to stop here for a a little break. I see uh, Jay. So, Jay, why don't you uh, bring us into the second
0: half? We will do that here on uh, the Pulse of New Hampshire. It's Northeast Delta Dental Radio. Richard Tango Lowy of Dancing Lion Chocolate, alongside Tom Raffio, President and CEO of Northeast Delta Dental and host of Northeast Delta Dental Radio. I'm J Dog. When we return, we'll have the second half of Northeast Delta Dental Radio here on the Pulse of New Hampshire. We're back. It's Northeast Delta Dental Radio. I am J Dog alongside Tom Raffio. And the guest this week is Richard Tango Lowy of Dancing Lion Chocolate. And this is a great conversation. Not just about how the business was built for Dancing Lion Chocolate, but the process to how it all began for Richard, as well as the uh, the Baldrige uh, bicycle, which is the steps to success, essentially. And we've had that in the past here. And uh, today is no exception as well. Take it away, Tom. Awesome.
1: Well, I'm going to do a shameless plug for Richard. So, Richard, uh, Dancing Lion Chocolate is right on Elm Street. Um, when this road race is there, um, all of my racing buddies come in after the race um, and sit down. And uh, your team is awesome. Um, and a little inside baseball. Richard also lets me use the bathroom before the race. Um, so, so thank you. But uh, basically, everybody's heard of uh, Dancing Lion Chocolate. And it's right on, uh, right on Elm Street. Um, and we've been talking about the bicycle model. Uh, of Baldridge, which you can find in my book, page 46, Prepare for Crisis, uh, Plan to Thrive. And if you walk, you know, maybe a quarter of a mile down, um, you'll find the bookery. And in the bookery, um, there you'll find the book. So we do definitely want people to purchase the book locally, although you can get it on uh, Amazon. And all the money we pour back into the community in terms of oral health for the underserved, which is really, you know, honestly part of uh, you know, leadership uh, category one. So we we're talking about why is it that uh, not all employees in uh, in New Hampshire are, en- are engaging Baldridge, even though um, it's proven year after year that uh, companies nationally that pay attention. Um, to Baldridge, you know they perform better if the, if they're a for-profit company, their stock prices are higher, et cetera, and some of the impediments. And and I think Richard is so key to this process because, uh, as he mentioned, he's got a small team. Um, they have huddles. They're organized. They don't necessarily have multi-million dollars of systems. So I really want to, you know, con- convey that. And the way the, the the whole system works in terms of, you know, making sure you have an engaged workforce, which is category five, making sure you're compulsive in a good way about your customers, category three. You have a strategy where you're going to be three years from now. That's category two. Um, and something that I think that uh, early on, Richard, and you remember because you've been around the block like me a lot, early on in the late 80s and early 90s when Baldridge was, was starting. It was a little bit more process. It's still process orientated, but almost to the point where uh, results uh, weren't as important as process. But now, of course, we have category seven results. And because no money, no mission. I mean, if if, if you did all this process, and in the long run you weren't succeeding, well, you're not going to be in business. Uh, you'll 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 be you'll want to be one of the small employers that don't go out of business. So you definitely. Need results, so there is a pretty big emphasis now, category seven on results, and then the other category that where Northeast Delta Dental has come a long way is category four, measurement, measurement and analysis. Uh, we call it, you know, management by fact as opposed to, you know, management by uh, uh, by by gut feel. And, th- and those metrics, having you know dashboards for your board of directors, having dashboards you know, for your employees, it really definitely helps in the communication. So, so Richard, I mean, you're successful, um, by the way, just as I will do a little commercial for Richard. So um, he mentioned that uh, he started Dancing Lion Chocolate the year of the undefeated Patriots, right? 2007, <laughs> of course they lost in the Super Bowl. So Richard, again, part of planning, uh, he was one of our very astute um, people in I.T., Um, And we had a plan in place. Richard met with me regularly where he continued to work um, part time at Northeast Delta Dental until Dancy Lion Chocolate was where he wanted to be. And then he uh, then he phased out. But a lot of um, the systems work that Richard did back the turn of the century really helped catapult, you know, Northeast Delta Dental to where we are now, where, you know, our technology is, you know, uh, state of the art. So anyway, thanks, Richard, for what, all the years that you worked for us Um, and now, of course, being a role model, you know, for small employers. Tell us how you uh, you try to also teach by example, uh, lead by example, helping out some other small employers.
2: We do in a few different places. Um, We have our mission and our vision. Our mission is to surprise and delight every customer with perfect customer service in the highest quality products. And that came about two years in. I just knew that's what it was. And that's what we do. And that answers all questions. Um, our vision came about a year later. And that was important with this too. It's um, It was to become an internationally recognized chocolate company while continuing to nurture our community roots. And our community is very large. It's downtown Manchester. It's New Hampshire. It's the chocolatier community. We're very involved in mentoring Chocolatiers, not just in chocolate, but in, well, Baldridge. We've actually done some sessions at some fine chocolate events on um, performance excellence and small business. Uh, and as farmers, we work with cacao farmers around the world. I was just in Belize. I'm heading off to Guatemala. Um, and the business piece is just as important to them. Our community is, is large. Uh, so we mentor local businesses and have been for many years on the Baldridge Feast. They don't always know, but we'll have meetings and talk through and kind of work. Uh, usually the people who are willing to talk to us about this are already on the right path when they start. They just need nudges and a little bit of guidance. Uh, the same with with people in our chocolate and, and our cacao communities. Um, so that's important. Then we go to the next step. Uh, because we are a Baldridge company, we ask, well, how do you know a lot? Which for us is the fundamental part of of bulgers that we live by is is, um, why are we pricing things why the way they are? Well, how do we know that we're pricing them right? Um, How do we know that our customers are happy? How do we know that our bonbons are optimal? How do we know everything? And one of those led us into a major research project this year on the origins, going back 78 million years of cacao and chocolate. And we ended up that culminated in a paper that is just been published um, through the Heirloom Cacao Preservation Fund on that. because. We, we needed to know when we felt our industry would benefit from knowing. So mentoring on our part comes in a lot of different ways. It's small one-on-one sessions, and it's you know, we teach a lot of professional-level courses um, out for Chocolatiers, and we sneak stuff in on business there, um, all the way to much more major projects.
1: Pretty amazing, I mean, what, what, what you do, and how blessed we are that you're right here on uh... – Elm street. Um, so what are your, what are your hours of operation and, uh, what do you do when there's a road race? Um, (laughs) and they put the Porter Johns right in front of your storefronts. Tell us about your uh, hours of operation and what do you do with that (laughs) delicate situation?
2: So the delicate situation first is we basically call the mayor's office and say, please make sure those are moved. Um, if that's what we need to do, we we politely deal with the people putting out the Porta Johns first. But when they tell us no, then uh, you don't get to put a Porta John in front of our shop. We don't like that. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but you know you do things nicely and politely. We all know about catching you know catching flies with honey works. Uh, our hours are Tuesday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. and then Saturday, 11 a.m. to 7 p.m.
1: Awesome. Which my running friends love it when there's a Saturday race. So one of the things I hear about a lot in all of my uh, work, uh, whether I'm on the uh, when I go to a business and insurance and associates BIA board meeting and other meetings, that everybody is uh, suffering from workforce shortage. How have you how have you done with uh, staffing in terms of retaining your employees? And what are your tricks of the trade. And I'm sure that you'll be drawing from, you know, category five
2: and Baldridge. <laughs> this is a really difficult place to work. And, and the staff sort of joke about that, because one of the things that comes through the asking how, you know, a lot is everybody's very good at critiquing and taking critiques. You have to have a little bit of a thick skin or develop it because um, we ask, we question everybody and everything. And it's just what we do. Um, the staff take care of each other. They're great. We've not we've had no staffing problems. My people have been with me for quite a while. Um, we I feed them lunch every day, I take care of them, they take care of each other. Something needs to be done, it gets done. Um, the, the staff are really tight and, and really close. Uh, we just as a four-person business introduced a retirement plan, because I mentioned three of my staff are in their early 20s, it seemed like the right thing to do for them. Uh and they all really really appreciated it um but Congrats. but they they're and we talked about the bicycle model they're involved in every piece of that at, at, at some level i mean i i make almost no decisions without consulting the staff
1: and that's it and that's again another part of the baldridge performance excellence framework is to uh you know to be able to uh you know collaborate in teams and um we have uh, a board called the Excellence North Alliance. And anybody's interested in learning more about the Baldridge, give me a call directly, 223-1300. Richard and I serve on the board. We also have a fabulous executive director named Ian Warner who knows the Baldridge Performance Excellence Framework Colt. He's actually a national examiner. We have Kathy Frankel, who's the customer service manager at Northeast Delta Dental and if you love customer service at Northeast Delta Dental meaning you call our 800 number and you get a human being within 15 seconds that knows what they're talking about that's also, you know, Baldridge based and I challenge anybody to uh, call Northeast Delta Dental you'll get a you'll get a human being and we also have a very visionary person named Brian Hetrick on our board so if uh, we stimulated your interest in Baldridge performance give me a call two, two, three, 1300. We meet right at, uh, Northeast El Dental. And, uh, and if you've not been to uh, Richard's shop to get some chocolate or have lunch, definitely Elm street dancing lion chocolate, the best. Um, and Jay Richard has taught me that what real chocolate is as opposed to like a Snickers bar. Uh, <laughs> right.
0: Yes. <Yeah. laughs> the real stuff is what Richard and, and his company makes. And, uh,
1: for Richard, thanks for being a role model for small all small employers uh, in New Hampshire. I really I really appreciate that. Back to you, Jay.
0: Thank you. Thank you, Tom. For Richard Tangoloy of Dancing Lion Chocolate and Tom Raffio, president and CEO of Northeast Delta Dental and host of Northeast Delta Dental Radio. I am Jay Dog. This ends another edition of Northeast Delta Dental Radio. Fear not, we'll have another one next week here on the Pulse of New Hampshire.